Set foot on any inhabited world in the universe, and you will find a society literally built around need. People need homes for shelter. They need pipes for water, wiring for power. But some build a need of something else. Thrills. Blood, sweat, tears, and heart poured into glowing effigies of pure thrill. From the stadiums of Earth's anti-grav Olympics to the debauched excesses of the pendulum circuit, all of the way to the famed Adrenaline Park of Fontana Three. Carmine Cosmetopolis had traveled across three systems to experience the park's famed suborbital skydive. He'd follow the instructions carefully, riding the gravity lift into the stratosphere to experience the unthinkable, a sustained 10-minute drop to safe ground. But poor Carmine never made it back down. Well, not entirely. As the wind roared past him, echoing his shouts of delight, something else followed close behind. Carried on leathery wings, blessed with razor-sharp talons, and cursed with an awful hunger. And so, Carmine experienced his final burst of adrenaline. As jagged teeth sunk in, time seeped out, and all that was left falling was ash and bone. Everybody and welcome to the Game of Rassilon, a Doctor Who role-playing game podcast. Uh, I'm Michael Nixon, and generally I'm your engineer, but today I've also taken on the role of GM. That's right, Games Michael. And I'm pleased to introduce the rest of our cast. First up, uh, a returning companion, it's Joe Kate Lay as Carrie Vu. Hi, I'm trying to compose myself and not keep laughing, but I don't think that's possible right now. <laughs> It's a comedy show. You're welcome to laugh. That's kind of that's my goal. <laughs> also joining us, uh, uh, but not as you might be expecting her. No, you. she's played the character a few times. You probably are. It's Riley Silverman as the Corsair. Hello. Wait, I'm not running the game. I'm just playing the game. No, oh. you have Time Lord stats again. Remember the or Time Lady stats? Oh, that's right. Sort of time person. Anywho. Uh, and also joining us today, a special guest player. It's Mandy Okendo. Hello, everybody. I am here. I was worried that I would have to be quiet for a minute because of an airplane, but the airplane is gone now. That, wow. Is that the one time the timing has worked (laughs) out with an airplane? I think so. It was like just enough time for you to like confirm how I wanted to be introduced. And it was like, it was the last bit of it going. So we begin uh, inside a TARDIS, but not the TARDIS you might be expecting. I did that joke already, but it's still classic Doctor Who. Uh, The Corsairs. Uh, Riley, we have a, a rare opportunity here. Please describe the Corsair's TARDIS interior. I think because we already established that it looks kind of like a nice futuristic uh, pirate ship, I think it does have that very 
Like, I think the inside of it looks kind of like a tropical drink bar. Like, I think that it has, like, a lot of the, like, accoutrement of, of like, Mai Tais and mixers and stuff like that going on. And I think I think that, I, like, if you've, if you've ever been to Trader Sam's at Disneyland, I feel like it has that kind of vibe. And I think even the console has, like, a bar around the console so that she can, like, make drinks for her passengers and stuff like that. And then I think the Incredible. actual console, there is a big maritime style steering wheel on it that's used for navigation and things like that and yeah i think that there are definitely various secret animatronics hidden throughout the the tardis control console room so that if you order the proper drink combination you get a cool effect happening i love this uh uh joe how is carrie reacting to a new tardis interior and you know a, a date very excited about the date, but very like palms are sweaty. Um, I'm I'm totally basing that off of my own experience of like, women make my palms really sweaty. They just do. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's because oh, you're man. queer. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I see a pretty lady. I'm like, oh my god, my hands are like so. This is so inappropriate. Oh, that's why my hands are so sweaty on this call right now. <laughs> hey i know i was like i was just feeling them i was like oh my hands are a little sweaty right now <laughs> give my give my true feelings away um so number one that i think that always happens in my opinion a good relationship i think it's good to try to foster those feelings regardless of the time amount of time that you spent with one another um so i think that indicates carrie's feelings for julie and how still very passionate they are in in a real sense, not in a a sense of uh, I need this person to exist, but this person helps make me brighter. And I'm gonna get off that soapbox for a little bit because we got to get rid, you know, to the rest of the episode. Um. <laughs> no, I like setup. And yeah, this is character things good, are great. Please, and you know. I think she has respect for the the different interior because this is this is her lady's interior. You know, you're not going to hate on it. You can keep those opinions to thyself. <laughs> you know, there's you know, there, at least there's room for the cat if the cat wants to come along. I don't I don't think on this. Yes, no, yes, that's up no, to you. Maybe? I don't. Yeah, it's no, up to you. that's a no, no, no. That's a no. Okay. Okay. Wow. The ba- the baby Bjorn didn't come out for Mr. Measers to come along. Oh my god. But gosh. I would hope that there would be a large snack bar. Oh yeah, there is. Well then, I'm I'm settled. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like Trader Sam's minus the very appropriative aspects of it, and it's just like tropical drinks and more islandy and things like that. But uh, there's I like definitely that. Yes. yeah definitely spots for uh for there there's definitely like a collection of like snack mixes and uh, you know what it is i think there's actually like you know the the grocery store things that have the like pre-mixed things and like you could you like turn yes, the knob and, and things come the out do- there's like any type Riley. of combination there's a Riley. sweet and salty one there's a savory one there's like oh. just candies there's mixes yeah cereal wall yeah there's a cereal wall because we oh. serve breakfast in the morning so yeah chip wall i gotta there's get on this target waffle maker fantastic waffle make well yeah Living the dream. The Corsair's really got it all figured out, actually. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I do it, it's got everything. A holiday in morning buffet. <laughs> oh. Snacks. Cereal. A Corsair to breakfast. Don't, don't. 
don't quote me on that. Um, do we want to talk dating outfits or could we do we want to do that later? Just I feel just... like they do a fun version of that little fashion show Ken does for Barbie Ooh. in Toy Story okay. 3. But less less conniving, more like shared like it's it's your turn, it's my turn. Yeah. Oh, oh so they so they did this together. The they sequence. didn't have like separate uh little things of like get getting ready. They got ready together or like, Oh yeah, separate. we're coordinating. Yeah. yeah, this is like I feel... this was not what I was expecting. Oh, this is wonderful. I, I feel like... Love it. like Joe, this is what I'm going with. I think that we're okay. doing sort of a dapper day vibe. And so it is very much yes. like a, we have to figure out how to make our outfits work well together. And yes. I want to know what we Carrie's wearing like so I can figure out what clash. the is wearing. Yeah. No, yeah. our colors match. So I want to know what you're yes. wearing so I can I can coordinate with you. Yeah. I will say you both know that there may be, you know, like running, jumping activity. So Oh, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, just whoa. making sure. Whoa. You know what? I just realized who I am saying that to. And I just, I want to apologize, actually. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't I need you to take that. that all back. My mistake. Michael, do you know that my character is a bisexual space pirate, right? Look, I... Just put that there. I am just a person and I make mistakes. Uh, and, you know, I just... I thank I, you for calling me in. I was just going to start thank off you. with two words or actually three because I want to add an extra layer to it. Vintage Doc Martens that Carrie and Julie share because somehow they're magically relatively the same size. Maybe like half a like half a size difference, but they can still fit in the same docks because docks work like that. Yeah, they really do. I think I just uh, I think I just have an extra pair for you because that way we both can have on docks. Like because otherwise we're not we're each wearing one pair, one, one shoe. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I agree with that. Let's do that. Oh, okay. here's my. Uh, so I have the docks. kind of docks that have the uh, the embroidered rose on them. I think that we're both okay. wearing those, but our roses are like the colors are flipped so that they like, like they coordinate. Oh, okay. I like it. Nice. Like it. Uh, and then I was, uh, and it's it's probably because I'm on a Miley Cyrus kick right now. But okay, so Miley Cyrus wears this oversized suit in Flowers, the music video. So I'm thinking that cut, but in a burgundy to kind of match the flowers on the shoes so it's just the blazer top with fitted pants but the blazer is oversized and if we can do this because i'm controlling the power here i'm thinking like that john wick suit material that's almost like ridiculous kevlar i don't know why but it just is and then there's a lot of pockets on the inside of the jacket because if the tardis has a lot of you know if it's bigger on the inside for the tardis why is it not bigger on the inside in the blazer I am looking I, at yeah, this if you do not know, oh yeah, if you yeah, if you do not know this outfit, I need you to go look it up right now because it is so good. The cut is so good. Uh and yeah, it's okay, just I'm not the... saying I expect fan art, but I do request it. Okay, well then if and, you're going for this more mask like suit look, then I think yeah. I'm gonna be leaning more on the femme side. And I'm wearing like but Let's it's like a it. hard femme. So it's kinda like I, I've been seeing a lot of these styles lately that are like almost like a half pleated skirt and then it cuts off and there's like shorts that are coming out kind of on the other side of it. It's like, it's really yes. cool. Like, like, so like I think the she's K-pop. doing that. Yeah, exactly. So she's doing almost that like and it has like a holster, has like a little like, like thigh holster on the part that's like the exposed shorts part. Uh, okay, yeah. And that's like where her like sword like sheath is going into, like to where she can like have that ready to go. And then I think that it's kind of a cool, like, um, I think I'm trying to think of what's, what's over that. I don't think she's wearing her pirate coat today. I think because that doesn't. I think if you're doing blazer, she wants to be a little more softer. So she's doing like a long line cardigan. It's like a light, light, or like I was a, like just a, yeah. about oh to say a cardigan. God. 
Yeah. Perfect. And it's like very flowy and breathing in the wind. Uh, and that's really cool. And then I think she has on the she has on like a mesh top with like an exposed bra underneath it, and it I like, like matches it. your colors. And then I like it. Um, I think she's actually rocking like a half, like a hedge, like a half, uh, a side. What's it called? Like a side cut, like Spider Gwen. Oh, like she uh, has like sure. the, yeah, 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 the side buzz. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say for what's Carrie's hair is down and in that like sort of like beachy wavy. Sort of look, and of course the bat is tucked in the back, a la Wonder Woman. Nice with the sword, because if the sword can be tucked in the back of a dress, the bat can be tucked in the back of the suit. Oh, oh we've established that Carrie can have resourceful her resourceful yeah, wherever she wants to yeah. have it. <laughs> yeah, you can pull that thing out of your like, like uh, pocket square pocket <laughs> if you want to, like Doctor Strange. Style. Is that not I, part I'm of the 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 jacket is bigger on the inside? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a bat in every pocket. It's the same bat. So wherever you want to, it's yeah. Anyway, it's, it's just quick, quantum quick grab. It just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Carrie's an anime bat. character or a Final Fantasy character. So like, she has the character design, and weapons are considered like they're there. You don't see them in the character design, but they're there. Yeah. Yes, I'm a firm believer in that. That's fine with me. Um. All right. So perfect. You um. You're you're checking out each other's outfits. You've got the coordination just perfect. Uh, and as everything's just right, you hear the telltale ding ding of the Corsair's TARDIS uh, arriving at its destination. Uh, there's the sound of uh, ancient engines mixed with uh, waves on a beach uh, as your TARDIS arrives at its destination. Darling, are you ready for a day of adventure, excitement, and other mysteries as well? If it's with you, I'll follow you anywhere. Wow, don't give me ideas. Uh, and then I, I kick open the door to the TARDIS to reveal our location, which Michael has described in the cold open, but I will let him describe more now. <laughs> uh, yes, the sound of waves lapping at the shore mingles with the telltale wheezing and grinding of materialization as the Esperanza II, famed craft of the Corsair, docks at the Adrenaline Park, which has adaptive parking for a variety of craft from across space and time. A small moat has formed around the ship, allowing your seamless exit into the parking lot. Uh, your ship stands out, even in the strange lot of starships, tour buses, quantum RVs, and more, but apparently you're not the only ship in temporal parking. As you exit the, the sailing craft, uh, you notice a freestanding poster for Sugar Puff cereal, just sort of standing in a patch of bluegrass. Uh... Both of you, uh, could you roll for awareness and transport? Okay. Wow, I was really lost there for a second. <laughs> I have a 14 because I had seven to start with and then I rolled a seven. Uh, I have eight because I had four to start with and I rolled two twos. So we're not doing too hot. Not too That's hot. fine, actually. Uh, uh, so Carrie, you have a familiar sort of vibe off of this thing, but the Corsair, you recognize immediately the chameleon effect of another TARDIS. Uh, and as this sort of sense hits you, a corner of the poster sort of peels up, revealing the space behind it, the interior of another, uh, TARDIS console room, uh, and out steps, um, the apparent owner of this poster, uh, a woman, uh, an unearthly woman, who meets both of your gaze. 
This is Susan Foreman, and she's radiating a near catastrophic amount of third wheel energy. <laughs> uh, Mandy, please introduce uh, Susan, your outfit, your vibe. What's going on? Okay, so uh, this is definitely uh, a, a bit of an older Susan um, uh, from the, the last time that we saw her so, so long ago. Uh, in the original series, this is someone who has uh, gone from adolescence into being an adult, um, still kind of keeping a very minimal uh, uh, vibe, not necessarily, she's not strictly in a 60s fashion, but it's definitely, that is the style that she grew up in. So I imagine her in kind of like very uh, simple fitted pants, um, a a black uh a card like pullover cardigan that is um very very simple but you can tell that it is something that is expensive um and otherwise keeping herself like very basic and not wanting to step out too far and be too loud in what she is doing nice uh mandy and riley if you could both roll awareness and intuition so uh, that'll be the 2d6 and then add your awareness number and your intuition number i wrote a 14 again i rolled the exact same roll as last time <laughs> i wrote a 13. that's great perfect uh so both of you as you meet each other's gaze you get i guess what could be best described as like gallifreyan women's intuition <laughs> oh you both notice that each other are time ladies you are able to recognize that you're both you know do, do you only like do the they only get help. the women's intuition when they are women probably does it, does it's it come not up with to the me boobs? To, i'm the wrong <laughs> yeah. person to decide that so just, i'm just gonna they say just feel, you know, feel a tingle in a place that i cannot mention because i'm now remembering yeah. that this is supposed to be like a, a kid's safe podcast <laughs> why are my hands yeah. sweaty <laughs> why are my hands sweaty <laughs> hey same hat <laughs> can i um ask a, f uh, a further thing on that based on my role uh, i recognize that this is a, a time lady um do I feel that this is a time lady that I know uh, with the understanding that I know very limited uh, time lords and ladies? No. So I can't tell this or this is someone like different? after y'all left. Okay. This is, yeah, you don't recognize. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a later generation than yours. Yeah. So I'm going to be pretty, uh, uh, some, some disappointment, some uh, uh, maybe a little like, hmm. Mm, not not what I was expecting when I was opening that door. I think I think I sensed the bit of disappointment in you and I'm like, oh, um Hi, I'm This is Carrie and I'm I'm the Corsair. Hi. Uh uh, uh great uh, great to meet you. Um so is this the only people who are uh coming along or are we are we waiting on anybody? Um, we didn't know you were going to be here, so I def I don't know how to disappoint you that there's not more. Julie, but Julie, Julie, can you give us a second? Just one second. Carrie holds up her finger and pulls Julie. Like, I know, I know I said I love surprises, Julie. And I know we talked about that one thing. This is not what I was <laughs> thinking. This is not that. This is not that. This was, this, you this was all you, you told me. We were going on a date. And now this date. 
involves three people. I just said I didn't know she was going to be here. I just said that with my mouth. Look, just her presence here kind of tuned out everything. I got a little tunnel vision. The world didn't make a lot of sense. I want to, I, I, I don't mean to intrude, um, but I am, I can sense that things are a little off. Um, I am a, a bit of an empath. And also I can hear you. I'm, I'm sensing that things are a little um, off. So uh, uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, I am Susan. Um, I thought that I was here uh, to meet some people. We were supposed to be going to a specific location. I had heard that there was kind of a ride needed. Um, a little, but maybe not the person that I was expecting. And maybe you weren't expecting to see me, which you know, you understand how these things go. Like sometimes uh, communication, when it gets into time, maybe you just haven't gotten it yet and I got it already. We're meeting each other in different times. We can make it work. Uh, sure. I mean, I, again, I, I don't know what need. Like, you seem lovely. Uh, it's really cool. I'm, I'm actually really shocked to see another Time Lord because there's actually a pretty big shortage of us around these days. But I, I, I am kind of here on a date with this lovely lady and we were going to kind of like have some fun with the park and and you can see we like spent a lot of time coordinating outfits and you don't really match the coordination so i, I mean just, it's you, you seem I'm, cute but i'm in neutrals I, neutrals go with most with most things uh that's that's part of why they're neutrals carrie's just standing there with her her teeth and like a gritted smile because she's she just can't okay so we're gonna go to the park now um but you seem nice. I hope you find the people you're looking for. And well, I I should I should be clear. Um, one of, one of you, I actually, and I I understand we have not uh, met currently, at least in uh, your understanding. But uh, Carrie, Carrie, right? Um, yeah. I, I had actually been uh, looking to meet you, but um, I was under the impression that you would be. Um, with someone else, uh, maybe I don't entirely know the way that you know them. Um, I knew them as kind of like an elderly uh, man uh, figure about yay high. Um, I was kind uh-huh. of expecting you with them. They might they might be a little different. Um, uh, usually, uh, the doctor. Do you know? Do you know a doctor? Uh, I'm on sabbatical. Right now, and you know, this is like my one night off. Oh, I fold my arms like Carrie. Go, really... oh, you were giving me a hard time about having a third wheel. Turns out you invited the third wheel. I don't know who she is. I don't recognize this woman. It doesn't it's, feel good now, know, does it? To have someone mad at you no, for a thing that no, you didn't know about and wasn't no, your doesn't. control. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I fly off the handle and I make judgment calls before I can really think it through. My therapist and I talk about it a lot and I know it's going to get brought up in couples therapy. I'm trying to work through it one day at a time. <gasps> you think, are we a couple? I mean, I thought that was already a step. Established, I mean, but, we hadn't uh, like officially said. I mean, I I was hoping, but we hadn't like said anything about it. So it was like you know, but it, that's cool. She well, blushes. I mean... Okay, so I think we hard cut from this, <laughs> and the the exact same conversation is continuing, <laughs> except it's like half an hour later, <laughs> and you've reached the end of the ticketing line. Uh, now, notably, this is a really well managed ticketing line experience. You're just like in and out. It's really breezy. Uh, there are other people, but 
It most seems like they're just sort of day players. You don't really interact with any of them. It's not really important. Don't worry about it. Um, I am a psychic fast So, uh, yes. Oh, perfect. Oh, so after all this, you arrive at the ticket machine. Uh, and the ticket machine is essentially just like a sentient vending machine. Like it's a vending machine with like a face on it and like a screen. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, when the three of you reach the, uh, the vending machine, uh, sort of the, the screen lights up and there's a cartoonish caterpillar like rendering of an adrenaline molecule. This is Adrian. Uh, and uh, uh, he materializes within the machine. Welcome to Adrenaline Park. Looks like the three of you need rod passes. Please present currency or transferable items of value. And a small slot opens at the bottom of the machine. Hey, Julie, this kind of reminds me of this one film that I watched this one time uh, from from around my time. And uh, are there going to be dinosaurs involved today? Did you not tell me? Is that the surprise? Is this the prize dinosaurs, Julie? I mean, there's probably dinosaurs in there, yes, because it's a park with cool it, stuff. But I don't think it's like their f- main focus. I will. I don't. I don't mean to interrupt, even though I I have for apparently the past half hour. Um, it's like your one thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if I th- I think as a recommendation on this date, and granted, I have uh, my own experience with that. Wouldn't you just go to a, where you could get actual dinosaurs? You don't need to go to a theme park with. You could just. I, I could notice that you you had a tarnish. You could just go to where there were dinosaurs. Why would you go to a theme park for dinosaurs? All right. Well, first of all, first of all, hitch date doctor. I I wasn't taking her to see dinosaurs. I was taking her to a theme park. The dinosaurs thing just came up in conversation like a second ago, and it wasn't part of the plan just, until now. I'm just saying, why would she think there were dinosaurs? Could, couldn't you just take her to see dinosaurs? Uh, we're dressed a little too nice for that. We talked about it. It's this is not dinosaur material that I'm. Please present currency or transferable items of value, or security will be alerted. I, I like start like looking through my pockets for anything that I can like drop in because I think I definitely plan on using my my <laughs> this like a uh, fast pass that I just said. So now I'm like, uh oh, um, hmm, um, please. Hey, you know what's like really valuable is friendship and we're here. We're friends. So items of value and, you know, hold on. Let, let me see. Hold on. Let me check through this jacket. Carrie like digs through the blazer and like goes onto the left side, lifts it up in the back a little bit. I'm just going to drop in a, a pound coin, a very old looking like uh, this probably shouldn't be in circulation any longer. <laughs> great so yeah the, the the sort of vintage pound coin goes through the machine and it detects like an astronomical amount of value <laughs> it's like you've thrown like like a chip of a diamond through this thing because it's so <laughs> antique and it's so illogically pristine that it's like you've kind of damaged the economy of the sector <laughs> a little bit, we're not gonna get into that today it's fine um but the three of you uh uh immediately like the the adrian sort of turns gold and a little crown drops on his head and he goes vip status granted uh and three sort of like energy circles appear in front of you uh like kind of glowing energy ribbons almost uh and uh, adrian continues please insert your hand clamp or tentacle into the dispenser uh i guess i'll, do, I'll do go you place your hands in 
first, uh, just to make sure it's safe. Well, well, I mean, like, I can regenerate, so maybe I should do that. And then I, like, oh. I I'm also not stranger, but my hand in strange places. And then I stick my, my hand in. That's my girl. Uh, so, the, so two of the three of you snap, uh, uh, put your hands in and snap! Something like a slap bracelet wraps around your wrist. Uh, and the two of them are emblazoned with an adre- uh, adrenaline molecule. Uh, each of you are showing a pleasant default state. And I will uh, put my hand in and look to the both of them and say like, oh, you're welcome for paying for your date, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. Snap! Thank you. Sorry, I should have said thank you. Had, we I would like to take you out for lunch, Susan. It's the least we could do. It would be great to. It would Karen. be great to catch up. As I as I was uh, mentioning, we have similar people in common. I I thought that this would be the time that I would be catching up with them, um, but uh, it's great to uh, know people who uh, know the know the doctor. Yeah. We, How do you, uh, you know the doctor? Yeah. Oh, uh, we go we go back a, a really long time. Uh, I I uh, knew I uh, we're almost we you could you could call us family. Um, uh huh. <laughs> All right, yeah, I have I to think, ask I think... this. Just like, are you are you Missy? If you're Missy, you have to tell me. I don't know who that is. Okay, just those are the rules. <laughs> All right. Are you the be... Are you the Ronnie? Don't know who that is. It's never the Ronnie. Are you? Are you? Okay. You met the monk already, right? It's not the monk. Okay. Um. I don't. I don't really know uh, what most of these are. I. I. I have to be. I'm not a. I'm not. Uh. Try. I'm not an enemy. Um. I think that was pretty clear because I'm not like. I'm not a big robot. I'm not a dog. I'm not another weird monster thing we're kind of limited in the people that we've met so far in susan's yeah. timeline um yeah that's true you're, but not you're wearing still a suit giving me zipper. like a, a, ye- a yellow flag though i you know you're not a complete red flag but i'm still getting yellow flags i mean i all, all the flags can be pretty black and white where i'm from <laughs> <laughs> and with that uh the camera pans up a phrase i used to say i didn't like but now i quite enjoy uh, as it turns out, the three of you have actually been on a moving walkway ever since you got your bracelets that is moving you gradually further into the park uh, in a way that not only forwards the story, but is also cool and sci-fi. Nice. Um, and That's the, part of the VIP uh, announcements status. continue. You don't even have to walk. Exactly. The VIP status right. is plot expediency. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's the fast pass to story, storyline. Fast pass to let's get into this park. 35 minutes into the story yeah um, yeah what's it like michael huh what's it like having actually really good yeah. i had planned okay. for this amount of, <laughs> of fooling around uh oh Lucy. that's the trick um <laughs> the trick is uh write for yourself 30 minutes for ticket a seed which we are not out of yet <laughs> uh anyway the... it's enjoyable it's almost like I've been doing this for five years. Uh, thank you all. You're wonderful. Thanks again for joining. The me. one time uh, that I that I planned for extra story, we then wrapped the story in like record time. Uh, you can't. You can never predict how these things yeah. are going to go. So as you're riding on this sort of moving walkway, Adrian continues. Uh, for the science fans in the crowd, keep an eye on your bracelet. It'll track how much adrenaline or adrenaline equivalent is currently in your system. The, uh, the all-inclusive ride passes, uh, uh, they're sort of plasticky bracelets. They have a small adhesive strip. 
uh, once you get to stop sticking to your wrist, like you're ready to actually no, the VIP experience is the little sticky part is like perfectly mounted and there's no <laughs> sticky part like grabbing your flag. Can I actually uh, ask Adrian a question when he does that? Can I ask like, hey, do you can you clarify whether I'm in the adrenaline or the adrenaline equivalent category? I feel like that would uh, this one of one of those things has been hard to get to a. a, a no doctor has given me the answer to that question, so it might be a little helpful. We here at Adrenaline Park neither detect nor store that kind of information about our guests, as that would be hideously illegal. <laughs> Anywho, uh, as you move further into the park, you see a variety of maps for, you know, coasters, skydiving, rides of all sorts of makes and models. Uh, and you also notice uh, a mix of, of personnel sort of taking care of various stations of the park. There's a mix of organic and synthetic workers. The organics, you know, people, they take care of the interpersonal stuff, you know, ride attendant duties, conversational interactions, that sort of thing. While the synthetic drones handle the dirty jobs. Uh, so these, these little guys sort of roaming around the park that look like trash cans, uh, but they have sort of treads. And one of their arms is a mop and the other arm is a little claw. Uh, and these are the candroids. Uh, and they sort of go around the park, like taking care of litter or mopping up, you know, problems or just sort of generally taking care of the, you know, icky stuff. I, uh, I definitely go up to one of those. Uh, first of all, I need to ask, are they, are they adorable? Oh, they're very cute. Okay. I was picturing, I'm picturing like Wally, like the Disneyland oh. trash can with like R2D2 stuff on okay. it. So like, but they have like the open sort of trash can lid head as well. I love it. That it has like a smiley face on it and then two little headlights on the top for like eyes. It's pretty cute. Like they spend a lot of money, but not a lot of money because it's adrenaline park. I, I walk up to it and I'm just like, hello, are you, do you want to be here? And you understand that to mean yes. Okay. I'm having a great time. Okay. Are you programmed to say that? I just... I've had a lot of history of like synthetic workers and it turns out that it's a lot of times it's like a, like a violation of sentience and things like that. So I just want to make sure that you're like cool and you're being treated well. They give you lots of oil and they let you recharge and things like that. Are you, are you being treated well? And with sort of an understanding, uh, sort of little nod, the Candroid turns around and you see there's actually a sort of long sign on the back. It's like, hello, I love keeping things clean. I'm having a fantastic time here. Please don't disturb me. Uh, I am, I get AC. I'm listening to all the tunes I like. <laughs> you know, it's basically like, you know, they just give you that little. Can nose, I, you know? can I, can I vibe check the, uh, the Android? I don't know if my Susan's empath powers work toward uh, Android type things, but it's like, get the legitimacy of the sign. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you this. I'll give you this for free. The Android's having a great okay. time. He's just listening to a podcast in there. Don't ask which one. You're not gonna like her. <laughs> let's not make the po- let's not make the Candroid a problematic. Yeah, thing. you know what I mean. Yeah. Let's just whatever podcast you at home think is the worst one. It's that one. Please don't say our um, show. So, uh, wh- no, uh, um, no, no. It is. It's listening to the uh, game of Rassilon, and it's like mad now because it's like you're spoiling future episodes for me. Don't and it like, runs away. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Candroid's gotten to this part in the episode, and he's like. Finally, I can see myself in a podcast. Incredible. <laughs> Android is awful. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you, you're it's used really to important. seeing in podcasts. Yeah. 
It's like, yeah, the theater of the mind. The number one thing you know about podcasts is how I mean, I say that, but like he could be getting podcasts from like that specific period of like 2006, 2010, where there were video podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's watching the iFanboy video podcast, a thing I did. Um, uh, Anywho. uh, So do you have any sort of ride vibe you're looking for here in Adrenaline Park? The, The theme is sort of action park. It's a crazy stunty kind of experience you see you know advertisements for stuff like the suborbital skydive or the deadly drop of doom uh, there's a little star on deadly um the mile high coaster the kilometer oh, i definitely want to join the mile high club if i even know what i mean hey. <laughs> that's not permitted on the coaster um the log jammer that's just an the old wooden coaster don't get any fun. ideas the large cyclotron collider uh the ace of base jump uh, I have a lot <laughs> I, more. Of these I'm, I'm, make, I'm making you do all um, of them. The British Gladiators obstacle course. The oh food yeah, course. British Gladiators Bumper obstacle craft. course. Come on now. Why did you hide the that British one? British Gladiators so... obstacle course. Why did he hide that one so late in the? It's a recent addition list. to the park. They just cleared the license. So, uh, uh, babe, is that what you want to do? We can do that first if you want. I mean, do, I, there's, I think there's four more. Our... Oh, oh, the robot wants to give us more. Let's get more. Yeah. Okay. All right. He says there's only four more. I think we should be polite and wait. That's fair. The yeah. food court, the extreme food court, bumper craft, and the teacups. Oh, huh? yeah. No, I think I think still gladiators. And then, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the extreme food court because I was just expecting a regular one. Yeah. I mean, the, the regular one is like is like fine if you're like from the Midwest, but anybody else, the extreme food court. And like, honestly, like it's tourist attractions. So the extreme food court is also still kind of tame, but it's fine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, but but that's what we're here for is the experience. Right. Exactly. So. You... <laughs> so I just had a a wave of an image hit me, and now you almost suffer. Um, you look towards the extreme food court, and it looks like a normal food court, except there's this sort of mist, and it's like Doritos powder. It's pure <laughs> oh, cheese. Oh no! Sort of flavor. No. Whoa. Like it just exists in, in the uh, nacho zone. Oh god. So you know. Oh, Julie, that's the extreme food. Court. I I'm gonna uh, pass on that. Yeah, you know what? I think that that's, uh, you know, I'm what? highly lactose intolerant, Julie, as you're well aware. Oh, that wasn't my fair, concern fair. for that, but I also respect that information and would definitely also include <laughs> that in there. I think it was more just like, once you get that dust on you, it's not coming off, so. You know what? Touche. It's like glitter. Yeah. That that amount of flavor blasting would probably kill someone from Susan's time period. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fair. It would kill someone from our time period. That is like a recipe for heart disease and diabetes. Uh, actually, you know what, Susan? I'm being rude. You paid for our entry, and we didn't properly thank oh, you. So we, we do want to do the British Gladiator thing, but why don't you pick the first attraction, and then we'll we'll do that. And then, that's only you fair. Know, and then if you want to wander by yourself for a bit, you're welcome to do that as well. You know. But if you well, let's do your thing first. You know what? I I see. I will. Admittedly, I've never quite understood the the vibes of uh, these places or the appeal, um, particularly as someone where you have all of time and space to go to, why your attractions would be a place mimicking the attractions that you could get throughout the entire universe. But I am just here and I love being able to catch up with uh, uh, friends of friends, um, if that's how you want to call I- you said catch I, I, up I, I, twice I, I, now, and I just want to point out that, that like it's it's weird to say catch up with a person you've never met before. Like we we haven't we haven't we were never down to catch up on. We I just, mean, as far as far as we are aware in our timelines, but they could be. Uh, there's always there's always a starting point. There's always a time when uh, things uh, when things start. Um, and this uh-huh. is as, as good a time as any. Um, uh, let's. 
I, I, I mean, I, I, I like teacups. I don't entirely know what tea has to do with a place like this. Um, great, great. No, no teacups. That, that sounds like a lovely, lovely choice. And to answer your first question, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but safety. Safety would be the reason why we chose this theme park over time and space. Because, um, you know, Julie and I are now a couple. <laughs> so I hold her hand. Uh, well, yeah, uh, uh, and there's like a, uh, there's like a kitsch factor, you know, it's like there's like a there's like something fun about the quaintness and like the, the charade and the, the spectacle of it. Okay. So that's part of the yeah. vibe, too. Like, I, can, I, mean, I can, do like the other yeah. stuff, too. You know, I live the reality every day and it's nice to, you know, be, be on this nice break. I can, I guess I can understand that. I, I spent a lot of uh, my time just kind of doing, uh, a, you know, quaint things, uh, being in like a, a British high school, for example, even though uh, you're smarter than everyone else there. And also you're having to explain a lot of concepts to them that they're never going to understand. But there's a there's a fun to it, I was told. Wow, I cannot believe these teacups are so far away. <laughs> Even with this VIP pass. <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes you want to go to a nice taqueria and get like a really good burrito and a taco, but sometimes you just want Taco Bell. And that's what this is. This is like just going to Taco Bell. I don't, I don't think I'm super familiar with Taco Bell, but okay. Okay. It's in the extreme food court, so <laughs> don't. It's, it's too dangerous. That's how they, that's how they make the, all the All the Doritos Locos tacos are actually tacos that have been quantumly sent back from the future after they've, they've experienced life in the extreme food court. Yeah, after the disaster that, that has kept that mist in the air forever, they just sort of have taken advantage of it. Um, actually, they built the whole park around the Doritos explosion. Uh, of, of oh, was it, was it, real, was it real Locos? i'm not gonna lie it's pretty locos in there so all of your bracelets uh sort of bleep uh and uh, adrian notes uh, welcome to the teacups and you uh look upon sort of a merry-go-round there's you know teacups that spin uh and at the center of each of them is a sort of like samovar for tea right that has like sort of various little spouts and spigots and uh little um uh, teacups sort of set in place and they're all spinning and a uh, part of the fun quote unquote is uh catching the tea as you spin in the cup um so yeah you uh you're ushered down uh, the line by uh, some very friendly uh, people who are having a nice time i will be entirely uh, honest and- this is this is not what susan was expecting she really thought here was a calm place to just have some tea well you came to Adrenaline Park, so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anywho, uh, at the end of the line, there's an attendant waiting for you. Uh, uh, she has a little uh, name badge. They're all, all the attendants sort of wear these bright yellow uh, T-shirts, and the sleeves have that kind of like hazard uh, kind of check on them, sort of their collars, uh, right? And then they each have like kind of big name tags, and um, this one is name tag. She's like, She's very tall. She's like six feet tall. Uh, she's got blue skin. She's got loads of piercings and Ooh. tattoos. She basically looks like a goth mystique. Um, this is Juan. Uh, and she's sort of guiding people in, setting people into the teacups, getting them spinning. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to the teacups. You want to uh, join? You're going to hop into one of the cups then? What would you like? You want an Earl Grey cup, a Darjeeling cup? What are you looking for today? Do you have like a, uh, like a it- rooibos, like a red tea? 
Ooh, love our it. Yes, we've got a. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm rude. I shouldn't pick. I'm Go. sorry. Who, what do you? What do you two want? I can do whatever. I'm oh, fine. never mind. No, I was going to defer to you, Julie. But really, we should defer to Susan. Susan, I I, I am English a bit breakfast? out of my out of my element here. Uh, I mean, I don't. I think no matter what tea we pick, uh, it's not going to be the tea that I am used to having. So uh, a, a rooibos sounds delightful. Oh, fantastic. All right, rooibos it is then. And so a sort of uh, perfectly rooibos colored teacup. I don't know. Um, uh, um, or just, it, yeah, it's red, you know. Uh, and the like teacup door opens. Uh, and there's the lovely kind of cushiony seats on the inside. Oh, wait, like I apologize to anyone if I butchered the pronunciation of that kind of tea. Sorry, continue. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure I that's think it right. Is, but I don't yeah, know. I, I was like... I was doing I a Scottish know. accent earlier, so oh, I'm talking about butchering things. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's going to be yeah, fine. Sorry, continue your story. We're going to be fine. Continue Jamie. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get um, that out there. Well, it's like the intuition thing earlier. It's the Highlander. Um. Anyway, um... So yeah, you all get into the teacup and there's like a five point harness that you get strapped into normal stuff, obviously. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so everything seems fine. Uh, the teacup is spinning. Uh, you know, one uh, gets back to her station. It's like, ready to go? Um, sure. Where are we going? Around. And she hits the big <laughs> green button uh, and the teacup starts spinning. <laughs> Uh, it just sort of like cyclotron speed, like real fast, uh, teacup speed. Um, and it's, it's like spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. Uh, and there's sort of, there's, there's like a, a series of lights on the inside, like a racing track kind of stoplight stack. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the lights start to go like ding red, uh, and these little stations open up. Uh, in front of you and a little teacup pops out uh, and you sort of understand, you know, you're going to have to catch this teacup or it's, it's going to bonk you. Um, so uh, could everybody make uh, an awareness and survival uh, roll for me? Um, I rolled a nine and then I had three, I think. So we're at 12. So I rolled, okay. I rolled, so it was awareness and survival, which is a six, mm -hmm. and then I rolled a six and a one. So oh! I, yeah. <laughs> Zero just self failed. Yeah. You did like 75% great? I don't yeah. know what I'm going to do with that. Yeah, so I got, <laughs> I got a, a nine right. after adding my things, and one of those is a one, so... <laughs> Oh no! Whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I got. Right. I got. So Susan, Susan's actor will be on taking a vacation for. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's, uh, Susan's actor's cousin will be playing her for next week. <laughs> no, we'll have like three episodes wow, where Susan's in the TARDIS. What? She's just hanging yeah, out. Oh there. yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah, Dodo went back to her home planet. Don't worry <laughs> oh about gosh. it. Um. Poor Dodo. Okay, so none of you are able to catch the cup. Uh, but what that just means is that each of the cups sort of land kind of like right at the center of like your your belly, right? But they're sort of suspended there by the the spin, right? Of the of the cyclotron, right? So it's it's not actually like a big deal. It didn't like hurt you or anything. It's actually kind of cool. Uh, and then could you make uh, just a coordination and uh knowledge roll for me everybody this is good yeah i rolled a nine 
plus six, so 15. We're good. Oh, nice. I got a 10 total with no magic numbers. I got an eight total, but one of the it was with a one again, so. All right, so the final light on the sort of stoplight stack, uh, the, the last screen goes ding, uh, and the tea dispenses from the, the center of the, the teacup. Now, as you're spinning like madly on a cyclotron, it has this sort of beautiful kind of spiral to it, this unbelievable like wave. Uh, uh, perhaps there's some sort of extra technology in the, in the teacup as well to sort of suspend it uh, in space. And it perfectly flows uh, for, uh, in this like eccentric curve into the cup, uh, at, which is like sitting in your chest. So it's like, filling this the uh, uh filling the teacup for you without sort of any issues now susan it hits a little hard and there's a little bit of splash uh so unfortunately your your like kind of cream colored shirt or, or whatever it gets a little bit of tea on it but it's you know it's not ideal but it'll it'll dab out it'll be okay um <laughs> susan looks looks Karen, very looks very distressed it's the minus one i'm sorry um <laughs> But uh, Carrie, you sort of realize what's about to happen. And at the second that the T's about to hit, you just like use your thumb to put some spin on your cup. So your cup fills in this like super cool spirally way. And the Corsair definitely notices. I'm good with my fingers. Uh, And And she winks at Julie. uh, 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 And then the teacups uh, start to slow to a reasonable speed uh, with just enough time to allow you to take the cup. Uh, in your hand and uh, you can each sort of uh, there's another little marker for like cheers in three two and then each of you kind of cheers your little cups together and there's a flash uh, of the photo uh, that the ride has taken (laughs) Um, and then the ride sort of speeds to a stop and uh, Juan is there waiting for you what did you all think you had a great time yeah it was delightful yeah this photo is great look Julie, we look lovely. It's it's Carrie and Julie with their pinkies out, coordinated, and then there's Susan in the back. She's just like kind of dabbing herself and like glaring. (laughs) (laughs) Is like completely unamused. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Would you uh, would uh, would any uh, like cream sugar or a printout of the photo? Um, no, no, all three. It actually carries lactose intolerance, so. Oh, we yeah. have a, uh, it's the future. We have a variety of non-dairy or sort of alternatively oh, dairy milks. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Let's, and then she let's lists go. like 47 milk <laughs> options. Like it's everything. Whatever is got, the most oh, popular. They've got wheat. They've got them all. Uh, yeah, she gives you uh, squid milk. It's <laughs> the most popular. Um, it ha- It's just like, it's like perfect. Uh, perfect sort of replica. Little fishy. Don't worry about it. Um, and then you That's each get like lovely tea. kind of framed printouts. And the frame of the printouts is, of course, that same kind of uh, yellow and black hazard stripe. <laughs> uh, so as each of you uh, exit the, the, the line, I'm just curious to what the next ride you'd like to do is. Well, I mean, the lady did ask for British uh, gladiators. So I felt like, you know. I feel like, yeah, I think we can get Perfect. one more uh, attraction before lunchtime. I think that sounds about mm-hmm. right. Excellent. It's only right, it's so only up from you. here, I hope. <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, but there's only one way to find out, um, which is uh, the three of you arrive at your next destination and your bracelets helpfully chime and say, uh, um, welcome to the British Gladiators Obstacle Course. And uh, as you look 
um, in, in front of you, you see uh, what is obviously like a themed obstacle course. Like there's various sort of like pillars and stuff to jump across. And they've got like little sticks with like little boppy foam guys on the end. Like it's sort of a weird like LARPstickle course. Um, and the sort of funny thing here is, uh, as Ben frequently notes, the British version of American Gladiators was just called Gladiators. But here's the thing. That show failed where American <laughs> Gladiators succeeded. And so in the UK in the year 5075, they licensed American Gladiators again, but they didn't want to confuse the audience. So they called it British Gladiators. And this is a ride based off that okay. show, yeah. just to be very clear. Amazing. Um, Love it. You know, uh, it's not an episode of the Game of Rastalon without a Michael tangent. So we did it, folks. Uh, and as you uh, enter the, uh, the sort of ride line, uh, waiting for you at the end is a sort of ratty, like dreadlocked Lupari. He's got a little neckerchief on, um, and his uh, he's like short. He's like five five ish, uh, and he's got a little uh, tag on uh, that just says "Do" on it. And he's, uh, hey, uh, you, you ready to? You want to get all geared up for the British gladiators? You know, I've never wanted anything more in my life. Sad. I was born ready, so they. They do this again. They made a second TV show of that. They did that. It's the third one. So I, I mean, I guess uh, good for them. They figure out TV again. That's 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 good news. It wasn't wasn't a great. Yeah, after the streaming wars of the twenty one hundreds, they just reinvented cable a third time, oh, well, and that sorted everything out. I mean, I know, I know the twenty one hundreds very very well. Spent spent a lot of time. Uh, was maybe. Uh, uh, almost settling down in like the 2150 era time uh wasn't wasn't great um maybe don't all right well that's a bad time for tv that's a it's good a bad point. time for a mm. lot of things it turns out like freedom yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of well, cereal though anywho that's great let's you're gonna want to go down to the left and get on your like helmet and your like armor thing all right so just head down that way thanks and do just like gets to the next group of people. All right, yeah. I I think that I think the Corsair has like gotten really excited at this point. Is like maybe even maybe even like more eager than Carrie at this point, and like is like definitely doing the Instagram girlfriend shot of like leading her by the hand down the thing. That's what I was just thinking. Perfect. This is excellent. Yeah, everything's going like really great. You're having a lot of fun, Susan. Even you can't help but you know have a little smile. It's nice. <laughs> But um, it's funny. There's something, just a shadow in the corner of your eye. Could you roll awareness and survival for me, Mandy? Okay. Eight plus four. So that's a 12. Nice. Okay. Um, all right. That's just enough. It's this shadow is moving across the ground and you're the only one who notices it because like, you know, the other two are sort of having a nice time. Um, and the shadow's strange. It like phases in and out of view. It's swooping sort of leisurely and it's on these, it has these wings, but they're not bird wings. And it's so strangely familiar to you. Um, and this shadow it moves across the ground till it reaches the feet of Dew, the attendant, the second attendant. 
And then this shape emerges from the shadow. It's massive. It's shrieking. It's pale white, sort of translucent and chromatic across its skin. It's this impossible pearlescent pterodactyl. And there's a flash in your mind. You remember something. One of those childhood memories you've been trying to forget for centuries now. You're back in that old white console room with that old white grandfather of yours, <laughs> staring out the open doors of your TARDIS. Uh, and he gazes into the vortex, delighting at a flock of strange, pearlescent pterodactyls that glide in formation at the ship. Vortisaurs, Susan. Natives of the vortex. You've come to greet us, I suppose. How to take magnificent? And for a moment, you're there again, in, in that memory, standing with the doctor in the frame of those tall, blue police box doors, basking in the color and the light of pure, swirling time. You're snapped out of it by the scream of the attendant as he's ripped out of his station. Uh, the bites of the vortisaur sort of tearing away time from his body, aging him as it rips him apart until there's nothing left but ash in the air. And then the vortisaur turns towards the three of you, the ones it really wants. 